0: Here flying by. We want to praise the Lord on this November the 12th, uh, Lord's Day Sunday morning. Uh, yesterday, Veterans Day. And I thank God, you know, for this country that, uh, you know, freedom don't come cheap. Mm-mm. But this country has showed that uh, they wanted freedom. They got their independence in 1776. Mm-hmm. We've been fighting to stay free and independent ever since that day. And, uh, you know, I got I got saved April 27, 1988. You have to fight for that too. The devil, he'll try to entangle you and try to, I don't know, turn you around. and uh, But you just got to keep a fighting, keep a going, amen. But thank God for Veterans Day. Thank God for veterans. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to say that I... Uh, uh, Praise God for our veterans. Amen. Our Sunday school lesson this morning is in the Psalms chapter 3. I thought I might get through Psalms chapter 3 and Psalms chapter 4, but I don't believe I will looking over this this morning. Just because of the hour we're living in, I don't believe that I'll get through Psalms chapter 3 this morning. We want to go Lord in prayer before we can get started here. i got a lot of people Going through some things right now, and we want to remember them in prayers. Anybody got any prayer requests before we have prayer? Brother Wayne. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend Becky. Uh, she is going through a lot of health issues right now. Just just a bunch of health issues. I, I can't name them all. Okay. But uh, she she's she's down and out about about one of them that I won't mention. But uh, okay. she's down and out about one of them. And I I told her I said put it in the Lord's hand. Yeah, amen, Brother. You know, so that's what God's for. I mean, that's the whole purpose of God. He created us, but he didn't create us in vain. No. He created us that we could love him and depend upon him and honor him. Amen. And have everything we need. We've got access to everything we need in this life. And it's why he's our all in all. Amen. I mean, I'm telling you, he's got everything that we need. And he won't withhold any good thing from us. But if she'll give that to the Lord, he can help her with it. Mm-hmm. Lots of times we say we give it to the Lord, but we only do it, you know, in word only, we don't actually do it. Best thing we can do is just let go, let God handle our problems, which we'll be preaching along those lines a little bit today. Say her name's Becky. Mm-hmm. We'll be praying for Becky today. A lot of people in the same dilemma she's in. Uh, I know there's a memo down here. Mm-hmm. And he wants every day to be uh, a battle, and the Lord wants us to have victory every day. We can have victory every day, but uh, we'll yeah, pray, we'll pray for Jesus. Pray for Becky. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm telling you, yeah. Psalm 46, verse one. He's the very present help in time of mm-hmm. trouble. He's our refuge and strength. We got everything we need in Him. <clears throat> we need to keep that in mind. Don't let that thought slip. Anybody else? Good to have Rita and Brother Eric with us this morning. They've been under the weather. And like I said, a lot of sickness going around. I may take just a minute to talk about some of the stuff going around here in just a second. We want to go to the Lord in prayer. Been in revival all week down at a Rocky Hill church. And I have to admit, I enjoyed it. Not only do I enjoy the singing, the preaching, but just being able to sit and soak some up instead of stand and pour some out. Been really good. <clears throat> I see Patrick pulling that out there. But it was a good revival. And uh, uh, Brother brother Rick DeVoe, he preached Sunday night. Uh, brother Charles Fishback preached Monday night. Uh, brother uh, brother Jimmy uh, Cushberry preached Tuesday night. Brother Warner Fishback preached Wednesday night. Brother Alan Johnson preached Thursday night and Brother Dwayne which is the pastor down there Brother Dwayne Lewis uh, he preached Friday night all of them were very good and uh, had prayer back there in the back with those men before the services and just really enjoyed that revival just really good and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go to the Lord in prayer Father we thank you for the good day you've given us to gather in your house Lord uh, another Good morning Brother Patrick, another week you've got us through Lord, another day Lord you've graciously given us Lord and uh, Lord you're, you're worthy of all praise, you're, you're worthy to receive the reward of your suffering, you're worthy of lifting up and, and I pray dear God Lord you'll help us today to lift you up Lord in praise and, and in song and, and Lord in, in preaching, help us Lord to put all the emphasis upon you. Uh, I give you all the praise, all the glory. I'm so thankful, Lord, that that you're willing to save hell-deserving sinners like me. Lord, I still stand amazed at the fact, Lord, that you forgave me my sins, saved my soul. So thankful. Father, we pray, Lord, Father, this morning for Sister Carolyn. Uh, Lord, uh, broke her ankle, broke her leg, and Lord, in excruciating pain. Going to have surgery Tuesday, I think. Five o'clock in Bowling Green. And uh, Lord, we, we know, Lord, you'll get her through this. She's strong, uh, Lord, in you. And uh, we pray for her, Lord, that God, you to make this as as a bearable as possible, Lord. We don't like to hear about anybody suffering. And she's suffering. And due to the swelling, they couldn't do anything. And uh, we just pray that suffering go down. And I pray they would be able to fix that ankle, and fix that leg. And I pray she'd be able to come in the house of God and just shout all over the place for the goodness of God that got her through that. We pray for that. And Lord, a lot of people sick. Brother Eric mentioned his girlfriend Becky got a lot of things she's dealing with right now. And Lord, we know you're more than able to meet every need she has. And I pray you'll help her, Lord, remember that. Help her to cast all her care upon you. Lord, if you care for her. we got a lot of people, Brother Eric and... Sister Rita both been sick. Sister Brenda been sick. Judy and Jolene, Lord, their health is in terrible decline. Brother Don, he takes them their medicine. And we pray for them. Our Lord, just a world of people out there. Brother Ed and Teresa both got the stomach virus, been sick all week. Just a world of people out there, father, that are that are sick today. And and Lord, we pray for each and every one of them, Brother Patrick and and his mother, Faye. they Lord, bury a loved one, Lord. You're the God of all comfort, Lord. You not only comfort us, Lord, but you carry us through the valleys of life. And we're thankful for that. I've often thought about what it'd be like to, to bury a loved one not have the comfort of God. And Lord, I'm glad we don't have to worry about that. I'm glad you said, I'll not leave you comfortless. You said, I will come to you. In John 14, verse 18, you're the good shepherd that loves your sheep. Lord, I pray for this nation, Lord. It's turned its back on the Lord. You know how America needs to get back in touch with God? I pray for it. I, Donnie and I was driving yesterday and seen a sign on the side of the road that said America needs God. And how true that is, Lord. And, and I pray America would admit it. I pray they do a minute of repentance return to the Lord. And I I pray, Lord, it'd be unanimous. I pray, Lord, it wouldn't be a few. I pray that all, Lord, turn from the greatest to the least. And Father God, we pray for your people Israel. Lord, been viciously attacked. And Lord, just uh, I heard someone this morning early talking about Hamas. Wasn't soldiers, they were assassins. And how they assassinated innocent people done acts of brutality upon little babies and and Lord, people that weren't soldiers, people that weren't even uh, wanting to fight, just enjoying a day, and they just murdered them, Lord, we, we know, Lord, that your word says that vengeance is yours, you will repay, and I pray you'll be with your people, Israel, help them, Lord, in this in this hour, Father, uh, they're in a situation over there, Lord, I know you're, able to get them through it. I pray you'll help them every step of the way, help them to root those Hamas murderers out. And and Lord, I pray they'd to surrender, be brought to justice. But I pray for those also being held hostage. I pray somehow they'll be able to be released unharmed. If I could have a say, Lord, I wish they'd come out with white flags, say we surrender, we're sorry. I know that's not going to happen. They're, I believe their conscience is seared. I believe they're full of the devil. I believe they, they've got demons in them, Lord. I, I know, Lord, your word. Our Lord says, you know, that uh, that bunch there in John chapter 8, verse 44, it said, You're of your father, the devil. He's a murderer from the beginning. Cain was of that wicked and murdered his brother Abel. We see it even today, Lord, that same spirit. People killing one another, Lord, it saddens our heart when you commanded us to love one another as you loved us. We struggle with that. Help us with that. Bless, Lord, today. I could pray for hours here. I never had such a sweet spirit of prayer here this morning. But Lord, bless our young people, Lord. Be a shield to them. Protect them. Help them, Lord. I pray to get to Calvary. Get it fixed, Lord. Thank you for a little Chase, a little Lucy, Lord. Lord, raise their hand. Wanted to, to be saved. Lord, what a blessing. I'm glad you made room at the cross, Lord, for the young as well as the old. Lord, for the bad as well as the good. There's room at the cross. Thank you, Lord, for all you do. We praise you this morning. Ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Uh, we had Brother Jack Patterson with us last Sunday. Boy, he done an excellent job there. Uh, teaching about five smooth stones. Well, actually, he taught on a smooth stone. Uh, about David coming up against Goliath. Chose out five smooth stones. And then he preached about a lost man getting saved about... Brian Bartimaeus, and I enjoyed both of those, the, the lesson and the message that he preached, and I feel a little guilty, it's like I've been on vacation for a week, I didn't have to teach or preach last Sunday, and been, like I said, revival all week, just enjoyed it, but this morning, the, the old preacher's back to the task, Psalms chapter number 3, Psalms chapter number 3. Uh, we'll read all eight verses and come back and comment upon them. Uh, you know, David here, we can relate to David. That's one thing good about the Word of God is when you read something in here, you can relate to it. The reason it's in here is because we need it down here in this life. Uh, life, I I don't know how you can make it without a Bible. I mean, I know I lived 34 years, uh, without any knowledge of the Bible, just, Superficial, John 3.16 something like that. But I thank God for the word of God how it sustains us through the trials of life. David here says Lord how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul there is no help for him in God's life. But thou O Lord art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head, the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. I laid me down and slept. I awake, for the Lord sustain me. Hey, good morning, Sister Shane. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O oh Lord, save me, O oh my God. For thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Uh, Selah is like a pause. And in this I noticed there were three Selahs in this eight verses here. But uh, in Psalms chapter 2, there's an effort made to dethrone God. Uh, it says there in verse 1, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, and against His anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in, deli- in uh, derision. Ah. Uh, The same ones that want to dethrone God want to dethrone you. Uh, They want you somehow defeated. They want you somehow uh, not to have praise, not to have victory. And uh, that dethroning there that is mentioned there, uh, we notice there that God laughed at their puny efforts. And like they tried to dethrone Him, they'll try to dethrone you. Paul said for us to put on the whole armor of God, In Genesis chapter 6, verse number 13. And he said, Having done all to stand, stand therewith. Uh, Now, stand means don't run. Stand means don't turn. Stand means stand. Amen. In verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 6. The ones that have come against Jesus. Jesus said, If they persecuted me, they will persecute you in John 15 verse 20 and he said in verse 18 uh, that they hated him and he said marvel not that they hate you too. I just want you to know that bunch that's not happy with God being on the throne that's above every throne God just that, it hmm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there thinking God's above all. All power, not not some, all power is given unto him. Uh, greater than all, couldn't swear by no greater, swore by his own name to Abraham. Abraham said, that's good enough for me there. In anyway, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 18. But the world doesn't want nothing to do with God, Rita. They want to somehow take God out of the curriculum in our schools. They don't want our, te- our children to be taught of God. Ain't it something that uh, in the hour we're living in, but a baker can make a cake, and then it's you know really attacked, truly attacked uh, by cunning craftiness. They come in asking to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. He says oh, I can't do that, and then uh, they take him to court and try to sue him. You take Kim Davis, uh, county court clerk, uh, refused to sign a marriage license of a same-sex couple. Couple. What I'm trying to say is, it's separation of church and state uh, when we want Jesus in our schools it's separation of church and state you know when we want to stand on the word of God but when the enemy comes in like a flood when the enemy says hey I'm being wrong here because he won't make me a cake for me and my significant other and I'm using great plainly speech here this morning because I've had enough to hear with it but they say he won't he won't make a cake for me and my significant other. Well, somehow another, Brother Eric, it don't apply that separation, of so, so-called separation of church, don't apply there. It's like tolerance is only one-sided and diversity only works one way. You can't have it both ways, they say. I'm just glad, Brother Eric, God's above all this. Amen. He's got this. Uh, we'll preach today along those lines. You know, we worry. We can't help it. We worry about how that battle's going to end up. We worry about you know what's going to happen over here. We see people protesting, turning cars over, burning stuff. Uh, we worry about, it, but God tells us not to. God tells us, "Hey, I got this." And this bunch here in uh, Psalm chapter two, God just laughs to them. But here, uh, Paul said, uh, "You know, uh, put on the armor of God and stand." We got we got ground to stand on. And the greatest foundation there is, is the Word of God. It won't give way. It'll hold up. It'll stand the test. I'm telling you, we've got something to stand on. And we've got the armor of God to protect us. Uh, Peter said, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, Job said, That he knoweth the way that I take, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold in Job twenty-three verse ten. But these, uh, this verse one right here, or really verse one and verse two. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. They was rising up against God there in chapter two. Now David says, "Are rising up against him." Many there be which say of my soul, "There is no help for him in God." You know they say that, but that don't make it true. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad even the devil had to ask for permission to come against Job and God, as a matter of fact, God kind of recommends Job for the task. He said, none like him. One that fears God skews evil. Upright. I mean, Job was up to the task. But down here, uh, there's a devil down here. There are trials down here. There's trouble down here. Uh, there's destruction on every hand. David one time said "It's but a step. <clears throat> Between me and death, he told Jonathan uh, concerning his father, Saul, he said there's but a step between me and death. Saul was trying to kill David. And uh, there's people down here probably think they would kill you one day and be able to get away with it. But the only thing keeps that happening, Brother Eric, is God's between us and them. Amen. And uh, I'm telling you, he's he's a great protector. Amen. Uh, David here talking about those that were rising up against him. In uh, verse 3, verse 4. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. You know, we've got that benefit right there. My glory and the lifter of my head. Uh, God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Fear not, Abraham. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. And here David is. Lord, thou art a shield for me. Uh, and you know my glory in other words I've got something to be happy about Uh, you know somebody glory over me I guess as Moses said that you know uh, glory over me Uh, we've got something to glory in if it wasn't for Jesus we'd be cast down not only in body but in spirit but we've got a shield and we've got the glory of God resting upon us he said the lifter of my head you know, I'll just tell you, I know the road's going to be rough. I know the hills are going to be high. I know the valley's going to be long. But I'll tell you, we've got God as our shield, as our glory, and the lifter up of our head. What that means is every now and then I get down and out and every now and then I just look up. Remember, I'm looking towards home when I look up. Amen. Uh, you know, Paul said, we have uh, confidence in this life. or We have a Hope in this life only in Christ Jesus. He said we'll be of all men most miserable. I, I've got hope down here. But I've got a greater hope there. And when I get there I won't have to worry no more about down here. But I've got hope in both places. And the Bible says the kind of hope we got. Is an anchor to our soul. Both sure and steadfast. That's something to hold on to. Verse 4 he said. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. And he heard me out of his holy hill that's it Paul's there Uh, God hears our cries sometimes he's the only one hears our cry Mm -hmm. Uh, Brother Wade Spencer wrote a song I don't even know the name of the song but I really like it it's about a little girl and her mother uh she, her mother and her father, they both done drugs, and, and uh, they didn't really love the little girl, didn't really give her no attention or nothing, and uh, they uh, had lives that were incontinent. The mother was, was messing around, uh, and uh, I think the father found out about it, and the little girl had to hide behind the couch, and her father killed her mother, and then took her life, and an elderly couple adopted a little girl. He he got this in his song, and they took her to church, and she saw a picture of Jesus. And I don't know that it was that picture. I just know this: she said, "I know that man. He was with me the night that my father killed my mother and took his life." You know, it's just a whole lot more life than we'll just ever understand. Mm-hmm. But a uh, little girl didn't have nobody. But Patrick, a little girl hiding behind a couch, she said he's with me. Yeah. That's kind of like that song Jesus that reader sings, let me tell you about my Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's with these little ones. And uh, he loves them little ones. And, and David here, he said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. Uh, God is not changed. Bible says he changes not in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 8. I was telling Donnie this yesterday, and I, I was, well, I missed my mom now. <laughs> but I was putting towels up in the bathroom. I let folding them up, and I was in there, and, and I was putting them where to go. And this thought comes to my mind. It's kind of like the way I get them. I don't know how to explain it. Paul said, I'll come to Revelation. Well, God kind of revealed this to me yesterday. And I was telling Donnie about it yesterday. Does anybody here know what the greatest weapon is? Greatest. I mean greater than anything. Greater than a nuclear warhead. Greater than an atom bomb. The Bible? That's, some, that's part of it. Eternal life. You see, eternal life. No weapon <coughs> formed against me can <coughs> prosper. None. <coughs> Not only are we more than conquerors through Christ, but even the weapons of our warfare. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. We've got the greatest weapons through eternal life. Uh, One thing a weapon does is it either hurts you or kills you. We can't be hurt, we can't be killed. We got eternal life. It's the greatest weapon here. And David here. He cries to the Lord, and he said he heard me out of his holy hill. See, like, that's uh, Isaiah 54, verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I'm talking about AR 15, can't touch it. Yeah, it can kill his body. Jesus said, Fear not him, saying, kill the body, and after that, can do no more. That's all they can do. I still got eternal life. I know in this fleshly body, you know, we have fears. We worry about this, worry about that. But Jesus told us, let not our heart be troubled. He's got that. And he told Martha, he said, He that believeth on me shall never die. Believest thou this, even though that is over her head. She said, Yeah, I believe that. And you know, we may not understand it neither, but eternal life is greater than the atom bomb. It's greater than the nuclear warhead. It's greater than an AK 47 and an AR 15. I'm telling you, eternal life. Uh, you're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. And here David is, and he's a little bit fearful, and he cries unto the Lord with his voice. And he said, he heard me out of his holy hill. You know, God, he's never very far away for one thing, but the Bible said his ear is not heavy, and his arm is not short. And he said, he that formed the ear shall he not hear We've just got so much going for us down here. Even though, you know, we're down here, I'd rather be there, we will be there. We're just going to have to wait for that uh, our transportation to show up. But I'll tell you right now, our sister Phyllis, she has said she got saved when it sung that song, I'll Fly Away. Well, one day we're going to fly away. Mm-hmm. Psalms chapter 90 says, Our years are three score and ten. Verse 10, 90, verse 10. And if by reason of strength they be four score, and then we're cut off and we fly away. One of these days, I don't know if I'm going to fly this way or if I'm going to fly this way. I just know this, I'm going home. Amen. We'll take our flight. The Lord said, pray that your flight be not in winter. I've already got uh, my ticket. I'm already ready to board. Amen. Mm-hmm. We, uh, <clears throat> Like I said, our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God. Ask a life about that smooth stone. I've heard it said, I don't know this, I heard it said that the only opening that Goliath had in his armor was one little big spot right there between his eyes and then right where his eyes were just like a little uh, little little T upside T looking thing. That rock went right there and sunk in his forehead the Bible says. He hit the ground flopped like a fish till David cut his head off. Ask Nebuchadnezzar uh, about those mighty weapons. He told Meshach, and the ben gonna. Fire furnished the furnace of fire, and they had to walk around in there to keep them freezing to death, and they saw an extra one in there. He said, Did we not throw three in? He said, I see four, and the form of the fourth is like unto the Son of God. I'll just tell you, our weapons are mighty through God. Uh, ask Pharaoh, who is the Lord that I should obey him? He let him go. Yeah. They put that blood on that door face there. Yeah, and God said, When I see the blood, I'll pass over, and that midnight cry. When the death angel came through, Pharaoh's firstborn died, the firstborn of the servant, all the way down. And, and you know what? they's ready to let him go. Pharaoh didn't want to, but he found out he wasn't great enough to keep from letting him go. He's glad to see him go. That's Sennacherib, king of the Syrians. Brought his army. I mean just ready to mow Israel down. And Hezekiah went in there and wept. And God sent a prophet to him. And then God sent one angel out there. And 185,000 woke up dead next morning. Just telling you. Weapons of our warfare. They're not carnal but mighty through God. David here. uh, Even with those weapons. He still cried. And the Lord still heard him. But look at verse 5. 5 and 6. It says, uh, I laid me down and slept. I awake for the Lord sustained me. Our safety comes from knowing that God is that one. He told Israel, Psalms 121 verse 4, He that keepeth Israel neither slum up nor sleeps. You know what? I pillow my head at night, reading I sleep, but God don't. I say, Lord, I'm gonna sleep. And you watch over this house. Don't let it burn to the ground. Don't let nobody break in. Uh, don't let nothing happen. You know what? He can do it. Well, he, that's he probably had a pretty good sleep, didn't he, brother? That's what he said. He said, "I laid me down and slept." Amen. Hmm. Not only that, uh, he gives his beloved sleep. It says it's vain for you to set up late did eat the bread of Saul. Psalms 127 verse 2. That's why David laid down and slept because he cried, Lord, Lord, heard him out of his holy hill. And he said, hey, I went to bed and slept. I laid me down and slept. i wait. He didn't die in he sleep. i wait for the Lord to sustain me. You know, sometimes I'd say it like this. There's been times I went to bed because I couldn't handle it. Was hoping it'd be better in the morning, mm-hmm. and I found that it was better. The Bible says weeping and for night. I think it's Psalms chapter thirty, verse five. But joy comes in the morning, and I thank God for that blessing, being able to sleep. Amen. Heard <laughs> David here. He said, "I laid me down and slept. I wait for the Lord to sustain me." Sometimes that's all you can do. And then you got verse six. I will not be afraid. You know, my son, one time he coming in to my bedroom. I was studying the Bible. <laughs> when he come in there and he the storm was beating against our house, the windows was rattling, the floor was shaking. I mean it was hitting like it was just right outside the house. And the uh, lightning thunder and he said, Daddy, I'm afraid. And I just happened, just so happened, I just read Psalms fifty-six verse three, What time I'm afraid I'll trust in thee. And I told my son, I said, Son. I just read this just now. That's all I know to do. And he went and slept like a baby. And I did too. Just on that comfort of that one verse there. But he says, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people. You know, one plus God, Eric, is a majority. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. It just takes one. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Let's see. Uh, Thought over a pile of lentils. And Lord brought a great victory. He killed like 300 Philistines. Just one. I can't remember his name. Uh, Jacob, I believe it's his name. I may not got that right. But, but he stood. He didn't run. Everybody else ran. Japheth got to hard run. He stood. Stood over that pile of lentils, Said, hey, I'm either going to eat these lentils or I'm going to die trying to protect them. And kill 300 Philistines. He said, I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me round about. You know, what's kind of hour we're living in right now. Yeah. Oh my, if you're on the Lord's side, that new house speaker, Mike Johnson, he brought his Bible up there to the podium uh, when they swore him in as house speaker and gave him the gavel. And I mean, it got on immediately. I'm telling you, he's, he's public enemy number one. Uh, they're trying to smear him. Uh, I'll just tell you, now you're going to have enemies down here, but uh, he said... I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people I like that number right there because in Psalms chapter number 91 uh, that number is mentioned in verse 7 and it's mentioned in a good way I'll read the verse and I'll read why I say it's mentioned in a good way and if I was a military man we'd just have had better day if I was a military man this would be my chapter right here But in Psalms chapter number 91 verse 10, uh, no wait a minute, verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. And the reason I said uh, that uh, that that ten thousand there is in a positive way is because of verses 1 through 10. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Under the shadow of the Almighty, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers. Under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the error that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for destruction that wasteth at noonday. Like I said, a set of thousands shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague Come now, thy dwelling. That's a promise to us. That's one of those exceeding great, precious promises to us. Word, Amen. And David here, he said, "I will not be afraid." Verse six of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me roundabout. You know, I don't know what else is going to happen. I, I'm going to say it's going to get pretty rough when we get out. <laughs> Uh, I know they're already attacking Israel. That anti-Semitism, uh, is going on right now. Uh, Running over people in cars, intentionally, beating them up, killed that one man with a megaphone, uh, elderly man. That same hate that's exerted right now against the Jewish people is coming to the Christians. And they'll think, like Jesus said, they'll think that when they kill you, they're doing God's service. I'm just telling you, that's the hour we're living in. But this verse right here, don't be afraid. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me round about. Verse 7, Arise, O Lord, save me. You know, we, we've got that promise that the Lord will Arise. And the, the Lord will be our defense, be our salvation. Arise, O oh Lord, save me, O oh my God, for Thou hast smitten all mine enemies on the cheekbone. Yeah, i got an elder brother uh, growing up. I didn't have no brothers and sisters. And uh, my mom, my dad, they, they adopted this girl when I was real young. I mean, probably five or six years old. Her name was Nancy. And uh, this boy come up and pushed me down and Nancy came over and pushed him down. I know it was so proud. I mean, she was adopted as my sister. Closest thing I ever had to a sister. I'd give anything to know where she's, at, where she's at right now. I don't even know how to find her. Uh, but uh, she pushed that boy down. And I looked up at her. And I said, hallelujah. Uh, I mean, uh, she was quite a bit older than me and him both. He came over and pushed me down for nothing. What it was was he wanted to race... And uh, he had a little red wagon, and uh, I had some kind of little old wooden go kart or something. And we raced down this hill, and I won. And I, I got up, and he pushed me down, and she come down and pushed him down. That was a long time ago. Streets was gravel back then. Over Newman Street, over down there Donnie is gravel. We still out there having a big time. But uh, I remember Nancy pushing him down. That's where God is right here. Uh, David here, he says, Fuck. Arise, O Lord, save me, my God, for Thou hast smitten all mine enemies on the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. You know, Jesus, not only is a good shepherd, but He protects us. And uh, He leads us and guides us. And uh, when our enemies do rise up, God rises up. Verse 8, Salvation belongeth to the Lord. Thy blessing is upon Thy people. You know, God, He... uh, he, he fights our battles for us. Uh, Noah, when uh, when God shut the door on that ark, that was a terrible time. I mean, the Bible talks about there in Genesis chapter 6 that the thoughts of man's heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that it even made man so violent in Noah's day. But uh, Rita, when, when God shut that door on that ark, Noah was on the inside he didn't have to worry about that on the outside no more. God took care of him in that ark. Eight souls were saved. Uh, Lot down there in Sodom, Genesis 19. God got him out. He was in a terrible place. And uh, the Bible says in Genesis 13, 13 that the men of Sodom were wicked sinners above all men. He was in a terrible place. God got him out. Moses. Oh my. Here, Here Moses is, you know, and his favor breathing down on him. And there's a red sea and there ain't no way across. And, and you know what? God just split it. Me and not talking about this yesterday. God split that red sea and they walked across on dry ground. I mean, it was only way out for them. Daniel got thrown not only in lion's den, but in a den full of lions. And uh, he made it through that. I'm just telling you, salvation belongs to the Lord. Uh, yeah, we might get thrown in lion's den. I don't know. We might get thrown... Uh, you know in the fire furnace again but I can call upon my father Jesus said and he shall give me more than 12 legions of angels there Matthew 26 53. the Lord could have stopped it at any time and the next verse tells you why he didn't stop it he said but that the scriptures might be fulfilled that's why he came down here uh, Brother Eric mentioned about the Bible being the greatest weapon and it is it's a great weapon. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of battles have been won just because of the Bible. In the word of God's quick, powerful, sharpening two edged sword, cutting asunder his bone of marrow. I'm telling you, even unto the soul, it's it's quite a weapon by itself. And his word won't return void, it'll prosper in the thing it's sent to do. Sometimes, I'll tell you it opens eyes, Sometimes it closes eyes. Bible, mighty weapon. Matter of fact, it talk, talks about in the armor there, the sword of Spirit, which is the Word of God. It's an offensive weapon. It's something you can use in the battle. But the Lord here, He could have called upon more than twelve legions of angels and stopped the crucifixion. But He said He didn't do it because the Scriptures needed to be fulfilled there in Matthew chapter 26. i want to read all that because it fits right here real good. Matthew chapter 26 verse 53 and 54 he says he told Peter to put up his sword in his place for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword he said thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels here's why he didn't but how then shall the Scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be? It was of necessity that He went to the cross, that He gave His life a ransom for all. Without Him doing that, we wouldn't even have no salvation. Verse 8, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Hey, Thomas, Thomas, he loves church. Amen. Yeah, good to see Thomas this morning. Hallelujah. Salvation belongeth to the Lord. Thy blessing... It's upon my people. Somebody wrote a song. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every morning that I wake, I am blessed. I don't remember how the song goes, but I'll tell you what, we're blessed. And uh, God is the reason we are blessed. Uh, The Bible says happy is that people whose God is the Lord. And if you're not happy, I'll tell you, you need to get a checkup from a neck up. Amen. But uh, God here, uh, He's got all of our bases covered here. And uh, we've got everything we need. we just got to remember to use it and not faint. Uh, the Bible says, if thou faint in adversity, thy strength indeed is small. Uh, we've got Him, and we've got His Word, and we got His promises. We've got everything that we need. But I will tell you this, the same bunch that wants to dethrone God, they want to dethrone you. So uh, be sure to keep an arm around. We'll stop right there. Amen.